Do we have any creative intros for this? Any creative intro ideas? I want you to just start it because <laughs> I've been here too long. Just start it. <laughs> it's it's really a pleasure to be here with you. Again, Omar. It's great to see you. It's nice to see you too, man. You know, you look better in person than you do on camera. Well, thank you, Zach. That, yes. I really appreciate that compliment, buddy. That was a nice one. <laughs> I look better in person. I mean, that's you the, really that's do. The, that's a dream. Hello, everybody. I'm Omar Delgado, and I'm Zach Garrett, and welcome to another episode of Say Your Name and Spell It. What a semester it's been. I, I it's, it's it's been a drag, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like we get out of school next Thursday, and I'm counting the days. Hey, so I, do we. Yeah, awesome. Maybe we should yeah. go have lunch. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um, I, I told my wife. I said, Hey, this Christmas break. Just want to spend time with you and the kids. No CCNN. No, I know when we get back, we're going to be about seventy days away from convention. That's and right, that's, and that's go time. And I don't, I don't want. I just want to enjoy these two weeks because I know when we get back, just like that, we're going to be back in summer. Watch. You know what's exciting about this year's convention? Tell me. So I know they're talking about this being like closing the trilogy, right? This is a third year in Long Beach. But for me, this is also my third in-person STN convention, right? Awesome. So, it's so like we did you're closing your trilogy. It's too, closing right? my trilogy. I think I should retire. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're retiring <laughs> on top. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, so I, you know, we did the virtual convention right back in 21, yep. and then of course DC was our first registered convention. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, Long Beach has been great. I think it's it's been really cool for my students to you know, hop on a plane and fly across the country. Like it's all part of that experience, right? I think people look forward to that. They look forward to the whole getting to wherever we're at. It's always, that's part of it, you know, and it's cool for the kids as well. Well, it's, it's a big deal because, you know, in many cases, it's the first time a lot of these students have been on a plane before. Yep. And maybe even if they have been on a plane, ridden a plane for this period of time, yep. right? A long flight, if, if you're coming from the East Coast. Um, or are any of our Hawaii friends coming from? And they always have to fly. Of course. We should think about STN in Hawaii. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Sherry released some dates for future STNs. Uh oh, yes. We, we saw know, that. We know where they're going to be up until 2029, but she said 2030, there's a special place. And we don't know where it is, but Sherry, if you're listening to this, Zach and I agree on Hawaii. I think that's a great place to put it. And you know what? If we put it there, I promise we'll do a live in-person podcast. Yes. And we will make it happen. (laughs) On the beach. (laughs) On the beach. There might be a little wind, (laughs) and I won't be editing that out. That's just how it is. It is. It is what it is. Um, But no, You'll be, what, 24 by that time? In in, in 2030? (laughs) People say... I am a fountain of youth, and I agree with them. Right, because right. that's I'll young, always be young, young forever. Zach. Young Zach. That's right. Now you will be probably. We'll have to call you out of the home for that one. Um, I knew that was coming, so <laughs> I, I'm going to let it slide because I figured that was the only natural process of this. It was. But uh, it was. Well, let's talk about those. Pl- where are we going? We're going to Tampa next year, which is a hop, skip, and a jump away from us—a five-hour drive. That's right. You know what's cool about coming back East Coast is we're going to have a lot of schools on this coast be ready to hop into STN because you know for some it's it's a lot to fly across the country so there's a lot of schools in Florida that are going to go to their first STN next year that's for sure and I'm really excited but I am upset about something what are you upset no In-N-Out burger I mean you know do they do they have Whataburger nope yeah Whataburger starts in northern Florida well let me just tell you something it's not it Whataburger's not it's fun Whataburger's great it's not in and out though. It's not in and out. No. You know, one of my kids said they were like, oh, in and out. Eh, we don't have to go to that. And I'm like, well, you don't have to go to STN. Yeah, so exactly. there's that. Yeah, I there's... mean, I, 
that's just how it's, it is. It literally within 48 hours of me landing, I'm having In-N-Out Burger. And you have to get it animal style. I will tell you this. I want to when you guys start doing your research for Tampa, and for all the schools up in Tampa, I know you're hearing this. So Gaither High School, Blake High School, and Sickles. I'm, I'm calling you guys out. People are going to tell you that's the home of the Cuban sandwich. Really? They yeah. say that? Well, technically, it is. Mm. Technically, it is. But here's the thing: everyone knows that Cubans live in Miami. <laughs> and they might have had the first Cuban fat sandwich, but Miami perfected it. Salami does not belong on a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> it's a cool sandwich. It tastes delicious. I encourage everyone to have it. But when they tell you it's the best, I'm telling you as a local 305 Miamian, it is not. Okay? Just letting you guys all know that. You know, I'm looking at my watch, and I think we've spent the last five minutes talking about food. This is the wrong podcast. <sighs> I keep on forgetting. <laughs> We have two podcasts, right? Yeah, right. The yeah. food one. People, they got to find that on <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, that's, we're not going to give that title out. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Tampa's a beautiful, beautiful city. I've been there many times. Um, Tampa Bay, I mean, literally the hotel and the convention center are right on the water. Like you can see the bay. And there is a beautiful convention center. Um, the, the, the arena where the Tampa Bay Lightning is like maybe two, three blocks away from where we're staying. It's a f- great city. A lot of history, a lot of towns. It's a good mix between city and suburban life. I think people are going to really enjoy it. And, you know, it's Florida. Florida's beautiful. So Right. And so after the next two years in Tampa, we're going back to our place. To Long Beach, baby. To Long Beach. We'll get something in and out. That drunk podcast? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so Sherry released the dates for the next several conventions. Right. And so this is done purposefully so you can take this information and use it to plan because a lot of us you know especially coming back from covid all the prices for logistics you know flights and hotels right. like they've just gone up yeah. and so this is a chance for you to kind of really set your budgets yep. and when you're looking ahead into years coming uh for you to get ready for those and also it's it's by locking in these dates we're getting a better price and things are getting really expensive, and it's hard for schools to travel, you know. So if we get you a better deal, and we, we're trying to get you new, new experiences on each convention, I could see where they're going with this. You know, I'm just I'm hoping that everything works out, and, and we keep on having great STN conventions. Right, and, and about that price, too, I think, you know, probably the first question people might ask is, because we asked it, was like, you know, what about some other locations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when they started sharing how much things are costing, yeah. I mean, we're talking hotel rooms over $500 a night, yeah. which is over double the amount we're paying now. I mean, it's just not like it's that not feasible that, for people to do that right, right. now, at least, you know? <clears throat> yeah. And it's just hard because you're trying to be inclusive and, and invite all these schools. Of so, course. so anyways, talking about this year's convention, you know, why I'm pumped. Why? This group has been, they've been working really hard. Right. And this is my second year at Gulliver. And so really working on that recruiting aspect of my school, right. bringing in more students yeah. into the program. And so, I mean, over half my team is new. They've never been to STN. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's been a cool experience seeing them practice throughout these last few months and like working with them and getting ready and getting, getting our, to the point where you need to. That's right. Getting our synergy. So this is one of the smaller groups I've brought in a while, really? but mostly because I only have one senior this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, Sebastian Broche is my only senior, and I have some really talented juniors and sophomores, and I have some some rookie freshmen. But we'll see how we do, man. This is all about the process, right? So, like, they worked really hard during challenge, which we'll get to in a second. And uh, I'm happy with the results that they got. 
And um, let's see what they do for convention because it's a different animal. You know, right there in convention, the editing room, the whole nine yards, it's different. But we're starting our practices in January. We'll get ready for a crazy eight and our individual general contest. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to, to Tampa, let me tell you, because we just had our open house here. And I have three middle schools <laughs> that are all STN schools that are feeding into me. So you better get recruiting, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing we have a middle school, too. Oh, okay. um, good luck with that. But it's not three. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we'll have to set up a booth or something outside this outside Columbus. You here. go ahead. Um, you go ahead. Be, yeah. You said it before. I look better in person. So come on, you're going to have to. <laughs> no, I said you look better in person compared to yourself. <laughs> Not to me. Okay. I think, All I right. mean, look on the website. <laughs> Let's just look on the website for a moment. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways. So challenge. Yeah, man. I'll start and say, okay that this was a struggle year for us I really think. yeah i mean we we got some good pieces out but we we kind of took some missteps in our time management well you're having a sophomore hiccup and it happens you had a great first year and your kids probably thought oh this is the way it always goes and then they, they forget and then challenge reminds them real quick that, that 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 it's not the same and every challenge is in every contest is different and you got to approach it with you know simplicity and a clear mind and if you do that enough you'll keep on getting the results that you want most likely well you know what i told the kids was that you know they call it stn challenge not because the prompts are hard but because it's hard to manage your time yeah. around your life school right? games parents work weekends your, your your parents giving you a curfew it's not like yeah. you're in convention where you just do this it's you got to manage everything else right and so they think six days is is yeah, so easy like, oh we got it yeah right. we won't you know we won't get the equipment yeah, until thursday it it's like no. no um so how did your challenge go it was interesting uh, when the prompts dropped every my, my, my classroom went nuts uh i kind of have the same format every year where i'm just there to kind of like tell them hey what do you need here's equipment i opened up my studio what we do that's i think it's a, a very helpful the kids know that i will come in on sunday and i just open the studio for them so that they can edit here and they can have a place to call hub uh, that always helps out so i spent here watching nfl football on my smart board for about <laughs> seven hours while kids were editing all around me um but uh it, it was challenging. I have, to, I have a young group, and, and they were learning a lot. But they were mentored really well by one of my greatest classes I've ever had last year. And, I, I mean, we did well. The results, we did well. But, like, I always tell people my, my expectations are so high that, you know, when the judging comes out and they are like, you see, we told you. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I want you to hit my expectations, not, not STNs, not any other contest. Like, but it, it means a good teaching tool, and, and it helps, and the feedback is the best part. That's what I love. Well, and so. that's that's what's great. So, what you know, I, I know you do this too, but I, I keep all those feedback oh, PDFs, yeah. oh, right? Yeah. And so when those come out in your dashboard, you can click on them and then click print at the top right, and it gives you like a nice PDF yep. version of it. And I post all of those on my Google Classroom, right. and, I, and I'm starting to keep the year's worth of content. Absolutely. So then we can go back, and you can see. A helpful tip is I always make them read it the day before the prompt drop. Mm, that's good. So it's fresh in your mind. And I, and, I, and I cut out. I do like little cutouts. So like if this is my sports team, hey, read this. <clears throat> this was last year's feedback. And I have 
almost 10 years of feedback. So, oh wow, did I they pit- did they chisel them back then? That first one. <laughs> Listen, buddy, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get it if you keep on these old jokes, okay? <laughs> Bub. I just didn't know if they you post the yeah, chisel on classroom. Yeah, I just yeah. not, wasn't sure no, how that no, happens. No, no, no. It was PDFs. Thanks a lot. Okay, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> the next contest that's coming up is actually we're filming this on the 14th, and it's due tomorrow. It's fall nationals. How many entries do you got? So we have definitely over 10. Did you ever see I, The Wolf of Wall Street? I sure did. Yeah. You remember the Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey line? Those are rookie what, numbers, buddy. you got to start pumping those numbers rookie up. Rookie numbers, yeah. Right? Well, and, and again, this is being my second year. We're still trying to get all that content. Right. So I, th- I feel like moving into next year, because I've got a large class that's going to be moving up into more of like the... So I'm going to give you another tip, because that's what I do here. I teach. Right. Oh, you teach? Yeah, I teach. That's crazy because you and I FaceTime all the time during the <laughs> school days. I see you. <laughs> He's just sitting at a desk. We got 20-something <laughs> entries, and half of them are – I make the kids practice for challenge, and the good practices I submit for Fall Nationals. So while they're practicing their features, while they're practicing their news stories and all that stuff, and they're doing this stuff, I'm creating content to submit for Fall Nationals. And that's just smart. See, that's why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah, the big bucks. <laughs> Teacher salary in Miami. Teacher salary. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's that's really smart because as you are practicing for these contests, yep. you're also teaching and they're Absolutely. learning through the process and, and making. And next semester, why they practice for convention, all their practices <laughs> go to spring nationals, bub. See? We love it. We yep. love it. And so that's good because you don't really need to use the nationals contest as like, a, oh, we got to get ready for it, no, right? It's you a just, submit your best work from yeah, the semester. Absolutely. And so if you haven't started practicing with your students, I, I would strongly recommend it yep. at any scale. And right? you can call it practice. You can call it homework. You can call it assessment. Whatever you want to call whatever it. Whatever you want. Just use STN as your guide and focus your assignments toward that. That's right. And it, it really does help because... Not only does it help them be better storytellers, but I think just the mechanics of yep. working a contest under that time pressure. It's just muscle, muscle memory. They keep on, they know how to do it. They know how to edit it. It feels repetitive and they get to be experts in it. That's right. So I would strongly recommend that if you haven't started yet, I know it's the end of the semester. So when you come back in January, why don't you throw a practice out to them just for Absolutely. one contest, see how yeah. they do, especially for crazy eights. Yeah. Because a lot of teams struggle with meeting the deadline. You think, oh, eight hours, we've got it. But you have to do an entire show. Well, we say this all the time. If you're going to convention and you plan on doing a crazy eight and you're not going to practice, it's don't do that. Like, at least have one. Unless you're Karma Kimmy and you're just a beast. I oh, mean, she's the You're queen talking of, about the queen. She's the queen of broadcast yeah. and she doesn't practice. Um, I think she might practice this year, though. I, I, you, listen. I, maybe I, she says that. I love I her. Know. Okay? I love her. You know I love Karma. Yes. She's a liar. There's no way she's that good <laughs> without practicing. Okay? That's impossible. Because how well she does. It's nuts. There's, there's no way. But uh, if you talk to her, she'll be like, there's no way we have a shot. Right before. <laughs> And then in the closing ceremonies, Katawa Ridge over and over again. You know what? I was supposed to go visit her for professional development, and that's why she kept stalling because she didn't want me she to see. She didn't want you to see the behind the curtain. <laughs> she didn't want to see the Wizard of Oz. She didn't want me to see all the practices yeah, that were going on. That's exactly what it is, man. I'm telling you. I love it. But so let's looking back from this semester, give me a high and low. High. Um, I was surprised at Challenge. I, I didn't think this young group was going to do that well, and I'm very happy for them. Uh, low is... I, I, I was spoiled for the last two years because my, my, my group was so talented. Like I just I, I was very, very hands off with them and I had to get back into the corrections, 
uh, the practices. I'd be like, why are the whole process of it? And, and it's for having a program like mine that's been so established and it's been around for such a long time. Sometimes you, you get complacent and it's hard and it, sh it shouldn't be that way. But a low is, is, is seeing a kid that you put a lot of, of time, talent and treasure into and then watching them, think, you know, seeing a kid go, you know what, this is not worth it and leaving my program. I think that, that would be a low for me. Yeah, that would be a low. Well, and it's hard because when you do anything at a high standard, sometimes right. not everybody prioritizes it like, right. like you do. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, it's a hard pill to swallow because we put our, we pour ourselves our hearts, into this. Yeah. Right. And so, and, and that's okay. And so what I tell my students is this, this has got to be something that you want to do because I'm going to yeah. push you to do it. And I'm going to make you, I'm going to tell you that everything that you submit is a draft and I'm going to rip it apart every time you do it to make you yeah. better, to make you a better creator. And it's not because we don't like you and it's not because we think you're terrible. It's because we see something inside you that we think is greater than what you presented to us. And that's our job to make them as great as possible. Yeah. And so I think like putting, putting them in that mindset that that is where we're coming from. Right. Right. And letting them know that if they invest themselves into this, that they will come out the other side as a better storyteller. And we teach a subject that if you're a teacher out there and you're teaching from a book and you're teaching PowerPoints and you're giving them actual tests, listen to each their own. Everyone has their own style. I implore you to try to change your method to a more hands-on approach. The assessments are them creating content. The, the homework is them writing a script, things like that where they have to actually create stuff because kids don't want to go to a TV class to be lectured. They want to go to a TV class to pick up the materials, to pick up the, the equipment and to actually try to do something creative. It's a mix between techni te a technical skill and an art. And if you let them put that together, you'll have kids that are super loyal to you. And I think one thing to, to add on to that is just holding a tripod and a camera doesn't mean hands-on, right, right? Right. You have to actually show them how to produce yep. the stuff. And not every teacher comes from a background where you where right. they know that. Right. And so I know for me personally, I didn't come from broadcast. You didn't come from broadcast. So I we learned on the go. We yeah. had to learn all this stuff and how to do it. And STN is great with that because you've got a network of teachers that can help you and being springboard of ideas. You have lesson plans. You got network network of teachers, and you got the contest to test if what you're doing is right and then you'll have professionals tell you what you did right and what you did wrong. That's right. So as a teacher, if you're struggling with, with some of this right now and like getting students to turn in work, cause we hear this a lot from right. teachers like, Oh, they just, they won't turn it in or I have an unmotivated group. Unmotivated group. Right. So have you seen what I've said on those Facebook groups? Okay. So the last time I saw it, I was like, I got an unmotivated group and I don't know what it is. I just think it's the year at this, this group. And, I, and my response, everyone was like, Oh, try this, try that. And my response, and I, I might come off a little pompous when I say this, but I'm like, what are you doing for them? Right. Like, what are you giving back to them? Because kids, it's not like math where the kid knows I just have to learn how to do this and pass this test. If they're taking TV, it's probably an elective or they're probably dumped in your lap. So give them something. Give them a chance to win an award. Give them a chance to travel. Give them a chance to have their work showcased at the end of the year so right. everyone in the community can see it. Give them something to look forward to because they're not going to do TV just for the love of TV. Some kids don't know they love it until they get out of your class. That's right. Give them a reason to love it. Yeah, and, and that's such a powerful point because it's as we work through the struggles that is right. the current education system and, and just motivation of students in general yep. – 
you're competing with the short attention spans, oh, and social media. So bad. And so you've got to make it exciting. And, yep. and it's a what's in it for me. Exactly. Piece, right. And so one thing I would suggest is when you practice for these contests, like you give them tight deadlines. Yeah. Don't say, oh, well, we'll give them two weeks. And, and don't accept anything late. I mean, I, that's the biggest downfall I see teachers. Oh, well, you know, he tried, he completed something. I'm just going to give him something. Let him know this is not that class. You're not him. Right. Like, that's not going to happen. My kids know that if I say it's due at four o'clock on Friday, 401, they're getting a zero. Yeah. And it's, there's no negotiation because if you're late to a news, you know what goes on in the air? black space and that is not acceptable on the news so it's not acceptable in my class yep and that helps them meet deadlines yep absolutely and meet and meet those contests i'd rather you submit something that's not the best quality but online on time than you submit something that's amazing that's right. late well i tell my students that too like even if you're not done like set like send send me the link right so i can see it and tell me what you're still trying to work on exactly right but yeah, you're right. I mean, like you got to finish. You have to finish on time. And they'll get used to that. So when you're at convention, challenge, anything, they'll be like, there's no, I didn't make it. Right. There's no, I think since I've been in STN, there's only two times my kids have not submitted something. The first time it was our first year at STN and kids learned it was a commercial. The second time was in Nashville in 2016, I think. And it was a convention recap. So they had 48 hours. And they didn't make it on time. And I just, I lost it. I couldn't believe it. But those are the only two since I've started this. So, Yeah, it, it's tough. And, and being in a, in a business where it's really considered an art. I mean, it's an intersection yeah. of art and science, right? But, but the art piece where it's very creative and it's, and it's hard to grade and, it's, and all these things. It's like you have to be tight with them yep, on these deadlines. Absolutely. And you, gotta, you, you ha- as a teacher have to provide that sense of urgency. Absolutely. And if they, just, if they see you sitting behind your desk... Wave in a deadline in front of them. You got to get this done by this time. Like it's not going to work. Like you got to get up. You got to get close to them, and you got to make them feel like this is this super is pressure. important. Yeah, you got to have right. it on time. Hundred percent. And, and I think and being the most exciting thing in the room, right? Like yeah. you have to be excited about it. Well, I'll tell you this: I, any new teacher out there, you want to know what the, one of the keys to my success is? I am a very passionate human being. And it just comes off of me. And I let the kids feel it. And I, it could be, hey, we have practice. And I make practice feel like it's the most important thing that week. And, hey, we're going to have a pizza party. Who cares about a pizza party? But it's the best pizza we've ever had. <laughs> and that passion comes through. And kids will feed off that. Yeah. And you don't realize how much the students are watching oh, you yeah. as a teacher. They but watch they, they are watching. I mean, think about when you were a student. Like, how often were you looking at the teacher? You can immediately assess their energy, their input, how much they care. Are they dragging today? Whatever. Yep, yep. And so you have to be that. You have they to will emulate. Feed off of you. Yep. you have to emulate what you expect. For sure. Right. A hundred percent. So I think I think that's some great advice. I, I mean, listen, we got two two vets here. <laughs> we're giving we're, we're, we're dropping some dimes right here. Man. We sure are. Right. So. And this is free. <laughs> Absolutely. So what are you gonna do over break? Well, I'm going back home okay. to, to, to family. All right. Uh, so we're spending some time up there, and uh, we'll spend New Year's up there as well. I got awesome. my brother coming in, and um, and just kind of, it's going to be nice to to disconnect, of to reconnect. Of course. Hey, that was one of our old prompts. There you go. Um, it, it's it's just going to be cool because it, it's a nice chance to kind of get away for a moment and and connect with with family, and then. Uh, looking to coming back, it's really going to be a, a sprint because I mean we're going to be running right into our next practice. We're going to blink and, and then, we're, we're we're on a plane. Yeah, it's not Delta though. Well, and that's okay. <laughs> but as long as I have a seat next to you, I think we'll be no, good. No, no, my friend. 
No, there's no seat. Oh, that's right, because I'll be in first class. Okay. Yeah, okay. You probably would, you bougie, <laughs> your bougie self. All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you enjoyed our show. Catch us in next semester, and we'll give you some more knowledge for challenge, for just day-to-day teaching, and anything else you might need. Please follow us, and if you have any questions, reach out. Thank you, everybody. Have a great holiday season. Happy holidays. Thank you.